Now when these things start to happen, straighten up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is near. In the name of Jesus, Jesus tells us to do something that we don't do. In fact, we do the opposite. Jesus tells us to straighten up, to lift up our heads, but the truth is we don't. We might be able to put on a good show, but if our posture matched our attitude, we'd be slouching, shoulders drooped, head down. Jesus isn't commenting on our posture, but rather our attitudes towards what we see going on in the world. Jesus sounds positive in the face of scary stuff. Don't cower, don't sigh, stand tall, look up, rejoice. Your redemption's getting near. Jesus sounds optimistic, but it's met with our inherent pessimism. No news is good news. That is, there's no news that's good news. The news cycle goes from bad to worse. All we're confronted with in life is the bad, evil, worrisome, sad, and scary things that are going on in the world. If someone says, did you hear, we don't really want to know. More letdown, more weight. Our Bible readings seem to fit into that expectation, except maybe a little bit worse. It's hard enough when our lives, our news programs, news feeds are filled with bad news. That's all past, or maybe it's ongoing. The news we're told about in our readings today seems like future bad news. We're told about bad news that's going to happen. Do we really need more? Behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven. When all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble, the day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear, with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. When Jesus says these things, or when he uses Malachi to say them, the reality is it's going to happen. So it's a bit worse than uh, news that talks about what might happen in the future. The news from Jesus will happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And so the truth is our hearts do get weighed down, not only because these things that are going to happen, but because these sorts of things do and have happened. Jesus warns us because he knows that our hearts do get weighed down. Watch yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and cares of this life. Now, dissipation is self-indulgence. Drunkenness and cares of this life speak for themselves. Now, Jesus warns us about self-indulgence, drunkenness, weighing down our hearts because 
Well, those are the ways that we use to cope with the cares of life that weigh our hearts down. It's a spiritual problem. When our hearts turn from the Lord in unbelief, we turn to all sorts of other things to fill the gap. Instead of prayer to our Heavenly Father, we lash out at the people in our lives. Instead of being filled with the Spirit through our Lord's promises, His Word, His sacraments, we buy stuff, overeat, drink too much, whatever it is. But all these ways are just the dead horse we sinners keep whipping, expecting that horse to carry us through this life. I've got to say again that all the things that Malachi mentions will happen. Same with Jesus. But everything that's recorded for us in the Bible is written not to make us afraid. It's not the ancient equivalent of clickbait or our 24-hour news cycle. It's all written down so we know that it's coming. Jesus doesn't want us to be caught, caught like in a trap. That's what he's hinting at in Luke 21. But it's also what he says in John 13 and 14. I've told you these things ahead of time so that you may believe. Because we're not just told the bad things that will happen. We're told what we're told so that we'll have hope. For whatever was written down in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. We have hope not only that bad things are coming or that the end times are coming, but that Jesus is coming. Jesus isn't just telling us bad stuff to scare us. He's telling us that when we start to see those bad things, that then we know the best thing ever is coming. He is. When these things start to happen, straighten up and lift up your heads because your redemption is near. The good news, the hope that we have is that Jesus, your redemption, is near. That's the good news Jesus is reporting to you today. He's coming. He's close. He's near. Jesus, your redemption, is near. And Jesus is your redemption, your salvation. The Bible says this in many ways, in many places. Redemption is in Christ Jesus, Romans 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 27. He has raised up for us the horn of salvation, as we'll sing in a little bit. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. Psalm 130. Because of God the Father, you are in Christ Jesus. He became for us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Even Malachi tells us this good news today. Jesus, your redemption is near. Malachi puts it this way. 
For you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. He's not just talking about Jesus coming on Christmas, even though Malachi 4 is used in Hark the Herald Angels Sing. He's talking also about the last day. Jesus is the one with healing, with redemption, with forgiveness in his wings. Crucified and raised, he gives you that healing, that redemption, that forgiveness. No matter when he comes, that's the healing, the redemption, the forgiveness he gives. Calvary redemption, he gives. Empty tomb healing, he gives. Blood shed forgiveness, he gives. Jesus says, my words will never pass away. And so his words about his healing never pass away. They are eternal words, eternal healing, eternal forgiveness, eternal redemption. I baptize you. Baptism makes you an heir having the hope of eternal life. I forgive you. Absolution delivers forgiveness before God in heaven. This is my body, this is my blood. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And so we hope in him. Redemption in Christ Jesus is received through faith, Romans 3. We don't put our hope in anything else. He makes good on his promises. Cross and empty tomb prove that. Jesus is true to all his promises. The root of Jesse will come. Even he who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him the Gentiles will hope. He's near. Jesus, your redemption is near. Salvation is closer now than when we first believed, as we heard last week. Behold, I am coming soon, Jesus promises. When these things start to happen, lift up your heads. Straighten up, because your redemption is near. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Jesus, your redemption is near, and he will also draw you near to himself. He will carry you through to the end. Pray that you may have strength. He gives you that strength. That's why you pray for it. He gives endurance. God is the God of endurance who delivers it through the encouragement of the Scriptures, the encouragement that comes from the Scriptures along with His gifts too. The endurance that He gives will carry us through. Unlike all the other things we keep on trying, we hope in Him. We hope in Jesus. He is the hope sent from His Father. As we hear today, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you would abound in hope. The God of peace make you completely holy, 
May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. 1 Thessalonians 5. And that's what you have to look really forward to. Not the dark days, but the eternal, never-ending day in Jesus' presence. You will go out like calves from the stall. You'll jump out of your grave, live forever, and there will be no more death, nor mourning, nor crying, nor pain, for the former things will have passed away. In the name of Jesus.